Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. This is Chuck Smith and I am here to bring you the preview show ahead of Bayern Munich's Day F Bay Pokal match against Bremer S. Va. And uh, as you could probably expect, there's not a lot of background on Bremer S. Va. They, of course, are a fifth division side. It would be shocking, stunning, uh, just absolutely insane if they were able to hang with Bayern Munich. But, uh, you know, the Bavarians will not be going in with a uh, full slate of their roster. There will be some key players left home, and I think that uh, that could potentially play uh, some kind of impact in this game, but really not enough to make it close by any means. Uh, what we do know at this stage is that Manuel Neuer, Robert Lewandowski, and Leon Goretzka will not be playing in this match. Uh, Kingsley Coman and Luca Hernandez are also still out with their injuries. Of course, Neuer has been banged, has been banged up. Uh, Lewandowski and Goretzka probably could just use some uh, maintenance <laughs> and uh, really don't need to play in this one. So it's not thoroughly, uh, not thoroughly shocking that those players would not be available. Uh, granted, those are five extremely talented players that won't be on hand, but Bayern has enough depth against the fifth division's side, at least you would hope so, to be able to withstand whatever they are going to face. So the big question really becomes, what kind of formation will Julian Nagelsmann use? Will it be a back three base formation or a back four? And who exactly will fill those roles? And it's kind of weird because for everything that came out before the first game where we had heard that, well, not even that we had heard that the, the club released the, the lineup sheet and it had a 4-2-3-1. Clearly, if you went back and watched the game, while at times it might have looked like that, it really did look more like a 3-4-3 in every facet, uh, offensively and defensively for the first half. Now, you could argue that the team was far more effective defensively in the 3-4-3, which is to be expected. Uh, than they were in the 4-2-3-1, where things got a little bit haphazard there in the second half. Uh, I don't know right now exactly how to even guess what Julian Nagelsmann is going to do. Uh, I like to think that there's this piece of him that is going to continue the charade of saying it's a back four when it's really a back three. But given who's missing in this game, no Goretzka, no Lewandowski, you don't have Neuer available, Hernandez and Coman are still out with injuries, I think we're going to see a sub-heavy lineup, and it's really just a matter of who is going to feature. I think what we can assume at this point is Chupo is going to be leading in the attack up top, right? Like, he is Lewandowski's backup. This is a natural game. For him to come in and get some playing time, I think that just works. I would expect to see Thomas Muller behind him for a half. Uh, I don't expect to see Thomas Muller for any more than that. I think it's a day after Pokal. Muller has just become a fixture in the competition, so how could he not start uh, it, it just makes too much sense for him to come in, give the ceremonial half of a game, and then probably set the bench and rest up for the next game against Hertha Berlin. Uh, on the wings, now I'm going to assume we're going to go with the back four here, even though I, I still have this in the back of my head that Nagelsmann could be tricking us and go with the back three. Well, let's just assume it's a back four, so we'll have two traditional wings out there. I'm going to go with Leroy Sané because he only played a half. Uh, he was unceremoniously benched in the last game. Uh, did not play well. If there was ever going to be a game where you're going to try and get the best out of Sané, this is it. This is, by all, everyone's account, this is inferior competition. This should be the type of game that should give Sané an opportunity to get out and build some confidence. And listen, 
a lot of people are critical of his play. I've been critical of his play. He, he has not been good. He hasn't been good since he came over consistently. There have been great flashes of what he can do. It doesn't mean he's not a talented player. It doesn't mean that he's done in his career. It just means he hasn't been good, and it's been an extended period. And, you know, the thing we can say about this season, it's still very early, so he could potentially turn it around. But if you want to help him turn it around, he's got to build his confidence back up. And what better way to do it than against the fifth division side, right? Uh, on the other wing, I think we're going to see Serge Gnabry get a day off. Uh, coming off a brace, really impressive performance. You might say, like, hey, why don't we keep him out there and keep his momentum going? But with such a tight turnaround on Saturday uh, and with such a, a history of injuries that Gnabry has, I mean, he's been so much better of late with that. But if you go back a couple of seasons, he had a lot of – kind of nagging uh, tweaks and strains and pulls. And, and while he's gotten much better at managing that and handling that, it's always in the back of your mind if you're a coach. So I would guess Gnabry gets the day off, and we see Musiala from the start. Now, what do they do with those two wings if you have Sané and Musiala? Obviously, if you want to keep with the inverted winger system, you want to keep Sané on the right side and Musiala on the left. But Sané by many people's accounts who are City fans or who have watched him play over the years, they will all tell you that he is better on the left side. Uh, and whether or not that is part of the issue with him at Bayern Munich, it's really tough to say. Uh, I would think as a left footer, the advantage of being able to cut in uh, to your strong foot would be advantageous for a player with such silky moves and footwork like Sané, but it just doesn't seem like he's really adapted to that. So maybe there is some merit to it. I would assume that Nagelsmann is going to keep Musiala on the left, keep Sané on the right, and use that inverted winger system uh, to get those outside backs up involved in the play. So, you know, going right to it, I'm predicting we're going to see Omar Richards on the left side and Bunisar on the right side as outside backs. Not exactly a star-studded tandem, but again, if you're going to get these guys playing time, what better way to do it than here? As for Josip Stanisic, uh, why I would put him on the bench is just because you need him on Saturday against Hertha Berlin. It's, it's a quick turnaround. Get the kids some rest in the midweek. Let Bunasar go out and play and hopefully regain that hunger he has for the game. Uh, obviously, the la latest reports we've seen on him is that he doesn't necessarily want to move from Bayern Munich because he doesn't want to take a pay cut. And he could care less if he's on the field or not. So <laughs> it's really tough to negotiate and, and really bargain with a player like that when he just wants to be paid and more power to him. He signed the contract. Bayern Munich inked him to that. As, as unwise as that may be, have been, as it might have been, you know, they put the pen to the paper on it. So now they have to deal with it. And it's his prerogative. If he wants to stay in Munich, he wants to collect that, what is rumored to be 2.5 million euro salary, he's going to say the stay the biggest issue that he's had with the transfer offers is that the clubs in france and italy that have allegedly had interest in him want him to take a pay cut so i don't know ultimately what happens with him all i know is that this is an opportunity for him to get out and play and hopefully he remembers that he's a professional footballer because he actually likes to play the game and whatever you're getting paid the intent of being a professional is to actually play now listen, if you're a left-handed setup man in baseball or a second-string quarterback in American football, you're probably okay with rolling it out there, I don't know, if you're a relief pitcher every couple of days. 
if you're a backup quarterback, you actually hope to never get in the game. So uh, there is a, a, a portion of that. But for footballers, hockey players, basketball players who play more fluid sports uh, where the action doesn't, you know, halt every 20, you know, 20 seconds or so, um, you know, they want to be on the field and play or on the court and play or on the ice. So I hope that Saar kind of gets that hunger back and remembers why he's a footballer. As for Richards, he has not impressed, uh, frankly, since moving over from Reading. He has, was not very good in the preseason in the games. Uh, picked up an injury, reportedly fell behind Josip Stanisic on the depth chart as an outside back uh, within Bayern Munich. Uh, that's not a good sign. Um, and there were a lot of red flags with this. Uh, coming over from Reading, there were some questions about the type of competition he was facing how he would adjust to Germany, how he would adjust to the talent within the Bundesliga. As of right now, it doesn't seem like that move is working out. But again, it's so early. You can't write him off. So this would be a good opportunity for Omar Richards to come in and show what he can do and prove that maybe this isn't all a little bit too overwhelming for him. Uh, as far as the center backs go, I would expect to see Tengai Nianzu at one of the positions he was also pulled at halftime. Uh, I don't think he was bad by any means. He wasn't very impactful. Um, so this is a natural spot to get him back in, get him some more action. Uh, you know, the kid's a talent. He's going to take some time to develop. This is a good spot for him. Uh, at the other center back position, you're, you're immediately looking at a couple of options. Dio Upamakano, Nicholas Sula, you have Chris Richards available. Personally, for me, uh, I probably am going, well, not probably, I'm going to predict it's going to be Upamakano. I think Sula is going to get a rest day here. Again, uh, not that he's an older veteran, but he's a little bit older than Upamakano. So uh, Sula would take that rest and be ready for Saturday. Uh, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing Chris Richards out there. I mean, this was a kid who was a starter at Hoffenheim in the second half of last season. So I would trust him against a fifth division side. I don't know if Byron is quite ready to do that yet because they just invested a ton into Upamakano and I think they're going to run him out there as much as they can. Uh, being a young player, I'm sure he's got good legs, good energy, but uh, at some point this schedule does catch up for you. So while I would like to see Chris Richards out there and get an opportunity, uh, I think it's going to be Upamakano. And of course, in between the sticks, we will have hashtag Sven the wall. Sven Ulrich will be the man as Neuer is not making the trip. Uh, I'm hoping personally to see some young players also uh, included on the game day roster. It would be great to see players like Torben Ryan, Taylor Booth, Armindo Sieb, just to see if those players could get some minutes. What I'm really hoping for in this one is that Bayern Munich is able to get out to an early lead, establish dominance in the game, and let some of the players who are either young and will be included in the game day roster or these veterans that need to showcase themselves uh, get the opportunity to do just that. And that's that's what I want to see out of this. I, I, in the end, I mean, I'm going to pick a 5-0 five, five result in favor of Bayern Munich. And to me, it doesn't matter much who plays. They should be able to tack on that many goals just because they're that superior players. Uh, you know, but more than anything, this is going to be about showcasing some of these players uh, for a couple of reasons. Like I talked about with uh, uh, Omar Richards, this is a young kid who needs to, to get some confidence and establish himself. For Leroy Sané, he needs to get confidence as well, and he needs to get back to being a great player. He can't be uh, this the kind of player who is, is going to sulk about this or get mired in a season-long slump. He doesn't have that time. He cannot afford that. 
He needs the opportunity here. Uh, but the one player of everyone, even more than Budasar, who needs to come in and showcase himself is Quarantan Tolisso. Uh, Tolisso, obviously, will, I can't imagine that any other player is going to get the, the nod over him at one of the central midfield positions, um, you know, aside of starting with Kimmich and Muller. Uh, I would assume Tolisso will fill that role normally held by Goretzka. And for Tolisso, such, who was a player who was such a good talent, and he still is. He's still got an immense amount of ability. This is a, a, a guy who came into Bayern, and he looked like he fit in right away, which is not easy to do. Uh, but, again, injuries derailed his career and have just really just torn apart what was really once a promising career. He needs to get back on the field. Now, unlike a player like Sané, I don't think Tolisso is lacking in confidence. I do think last year Tolisso, who was coming off an ACL, uh, the previous season was was really still trying to to regain himself, and and I'm probably speaking out of turn because it was his second season after the ACL. So when we normally expected to see him back, he was also struggling with that. Um, he's a player that you need to get right, uh, and not just for the team, but for himself. He's in the last year of his contract. He frankly just has too much ability to be a bench player, whether it's at Bayern Munich or somewhere else. He he is not a a bench type player. So for him to come out and to put forth a good performance, it can one help him showcase himself for any suitors that he might have who think that he could be a starter in their lineup, or two establish some confidence within Bayern Munich that he is a player that could play a lot more than he has over the past year. Uh, it's really unfortunate with him. I mean, anytime he starts to build momentum, there's some kind of injury that he tacks on that just really hurts him and takes him right out of that rhythm. So more than anyone in this game, Tolisso needs to come out and really just put forth a good performance. Uh, you know, the players that I'll definitely be watching are Tolisso and Leroy Sané and obviously some of the other more heralded players like Muller and Kimmich because obviously you can't, take your eyes off them when they are on the pitch. They're always putting forth such a great effort. But this is an important match for a lot of Bayern players. In the end, the stakes aren't that high. This shouldn't be that competitive. But these players all have something to play for. Uh, they all are playing for either confidence or a spot on the team or a starting position or just to show that, once again, they are among the best players in the world like you would see with Muller or Kimmich or even... Uh, Upa Makano is a normal starter. He's just going out there because he'll get his number called. Uh, he's got really not much to prove in this game either. But, um, you know, this is an interesting match for that. For competition, probably not. Now, I'm saying this, and then this will probably go to PKs or something, and, and the entire Bayern fan base will hate me. But uh, <laughs> I think we're, uh, we're in for what should be an interesting match just in terms of watching the dynamics at play on the field for the players on Bayern Munich. Uh, I don't know that we're going to see a barn burner of a game, but this will be fun for a lot of other reasons. So enjoy the match, and we will see you next time.